Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Good Stuff podcast from Buy From, where we talk to inspirational people doing inspirational things. And today I'm thrilled to be joined by Johnny Themans. So Johnny, welcome. Hi, Louise. Lovely to have you here. Thank you for giving your time to talk to me today. No, thanks for having us on. So you uh, usually at this point, I'm able to give a very quick pricey of what uh, the person I'm talking to does for a living. But I think there's so much that can be said about you and your business and what you do. So if we could just start for those that are unaware of you and good to great and the work that you do, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'll try not to ramble on too long. So (laughs) so good to great. We are we are a small company based here in Shropshire, focused very much on helping um, the small business community. And when I say the small business community, primarily the business owners. So that's that's the focus of everything we do is helping business owners to realise um, their dreams and ambitions for their company, which sounds a bit woolly, but um, it's it's really sort of pragmatic support that we provide. Um, traditional coaching systems for established companies so they can um, look at sort of core areas. How do they create more demand in their business through um, aligning their product to their customers better, accessing new markets, differentiating themselves from their competition, and then um, making compelling sort of sales pitches and offers and marketing calendars and everything else that you need to do to be able to get the message out there so, you, so your business isn't a secret. Um, and then um, sales techniques for how you can actually then convert those prospects into customers um, into the business. And then a lot of work with people around um, production as well. So making sure that we've got efficient processes in place so that all the hard work that you do, getting that customer isn't for nothing because you can actually deliver an outstanding service and also make a good margin at the same time. So you've got a happy customer and a happy owner from it. Um, systems and processes. So we've got great administration and then helping people to uh, really crack that, uh, that, that, that real sort of puzzle of uh, building an effective team as well so that you can actually scale your business and build capacity and sales at the same time um, so that you can actually make sustainable growth yeah. in the business. We also do a lot of work with the um, local authorities as well, providing support for startup companies. Um, so we run programs we have done for um, about eight years now. Um, run startup support programs and uh, we've had over a thousand people through those programs over wow. the years um, and, uh, and and we're particularly busy with that at the moment in this sort of I don't like to call it post-pandemic because I don't think we are quite post-pandemic no. are we but uh, um, intra-pandemic um, phase that we're in a lot of people are reassessing their um, their their lives and their careers and, uh, and, and and seems that a lot of people are motivated to strike out on their own and and you know plow their own furrow um, in life which is exciting I think I think that's really exciting mm. it's really exciting and great to hear that that's something that's you know that's really on the rise so how long how long's good to great been going what yeah, so did you what made you start the business up well so we started in 2007 and uh, I, I I sort of fell into it with a classic story of uh, sort of coming out of corporate life um, in, from a senior role in you know in a corporate business and um, as I always say, I left a bit of bl- bit of blood on a boardroom carpet somewhere, and uh, and decided to think about what chapter two of my career would look like. And for me, I wanted to have a, a, a vacation rather than a, a rather than a career, and wanted to do something a little bit more worthy. Um, I've always lived in Shropshire, and I, I I just felt this sort of calling to do something really for the community. Unfortunately, I don't really know about much about community, but I did know quite a bit about business. So I figured that uh, we could actually help the local community by helping the local businesses to be more successful. And that felt like a, a really good thing to do. All sounds very straightforward, but of course, you know, there's lots of people come out of corporate life thinking I'm going to help businesses locally. And we we spoke in corporate riddles and businesses looked at us as though we were mad. And we very quickly learned we had to 
think very differently, which caused me to reflect on my own experiences growing up in a, in a family that had small small business and also uh, immediately prior to setting up Goods of Great, I'd also set up a small company as well, which um, was, I set it up because I wanted to, I wanted to do things better than I had done in my corporate life. And then I found actually that was really quite hard because I, I, I realised how short of money I was, how short of time I was. And, uh, and, and as I was so I used to do most of my strategy planning between the cracks in the bedroom ceiling late at night while <laughs> yeah. I was lying there. It was the only sort of quiet time I got to myself to think these things through. And that was really the genesis for Goods are Great because we, we, we kind of worked out that that's pretty much how most business owners tend to, tend to feel and operate. Um, and, you know, the, the quiet times are really, you know, the only times you get to sort of think and plan. And, uh, and they're perhaps not during the working day and, you know, during the normal operation of business. And then when you do come with your great ideas, then, of course, day to day takes over and, and it's really hard to move forward. So um, helping people un, un, you know, unpick all that puzzle is really rewarding. I bet it is. And so crucial as well. And because it's such an artist, I imagine for a lot of business owners and speaking personally as well, it can be quite isolating, can't it, for them? And there's no clear roadmap for most for 99.9% of businesses, particularly as the last couple of years have demonstrated. How have you found the businesses that you work with have kind of navigated the last couple of years? What kind of learnings have you had? Because I imagine what you've been in much more demand, I'm guessing. Yeah, we've had a very busy period. I mean, it's it's funny, actually. This is is our equally busiest time that we've had um, in our history. The other busy time was 2010, so immediately post, uh, you know, um, global financial meltdown and uh, and here we are you know so and it isn't necessarily driven by um by distress you know our business is called goods are great not not crap to good (laughs) so um so we we don't work particularly with distressed businesses although we we do often find there's a few things to fix when we when we start working with people but the um the, the the desire is to sort of grow and you you know if you're listening to this and you've got a small company you're probably sitting there thinking that there's loads of opportunities um, but actually just finding the time and that ter- terrible jargonistic word of bandwidth, finding that bandwidth yeah. to be able to dedicate some proper time and resources to be able to, you know, grasp those opportunities is hard. So putting sort of simple strategies in place and finding a way to actually access those opportunities is really is really important. And I think when it's uncertain like it is right now, then people see the merit of being cautious and cautious means planning each step and then taking it one step at a time and being careful um, about how, how you approach it. Um, but at the same time, wanted to go at pace yeah. because, you know, we, we do operate at pace in small companies. You know, that one of the, one of the biggest differences I've found in the early days between working with owner managers and working with corporates was the pace of change. You know, corporates would have to have a meeting in a working group for two years before anything actually <laughs> happened. Whereas, you know, I sit down with a business owner, it's so exciting and dynamic because we agree with something one day and we start work on it the next. And, you know, that's that's really exciting. But also, you know, there is that thing of fools rush in sometimes and uh, we need to be really careful. So there's that balance between done right and done quick which is which is crucial absolutely what kind of steps and ch- or changes have you had to implement in your business to be able to provide the level of support that businesses have needed through this quite extraordinary time that we've been living through yeah so there's a few things that we've um we've done i mean first of all we 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 have a team of 
people that assist companies. So it isn't just myself and, and Sally's my wife. You, you've had Sally on one of these podcasts actually yeah. talking about her um, work she does with High Streets. We we have a team of other, other advisors. Um, and one of the principles we put in right from day one is that nobody in goods are great um, can help a, a business owner unless they've actually owned and run their own business. Because um, there's that thing about the cracks in the bedroom ceiling and, and, and understanding that. And I think empathy is really important. And and knowing how personal a business is, I know how personal my business is to me. So I don't want to let any Tom, Dick or Harry in. Yeah. So so it's a very personal thing to actually let somebody come into into the into, into your business. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's a personal thing. So um, so that's important. And, and, you know, getting our team of people together is, is one of the key things we've had to do, enabling them to be able to deliver more. Moving to online has been just fantastic for, for being able to service more clients. So the, um, the, the move away from training courses in physical rooms to actually running um, meetings on Zoom and, um, you know, more of those transactional meetings yeah. for coaching being done via Zoom as well. Um, there's always a place for face-to-face, you know, so it's a blend of, blend of two with, with delivering a process um we've also taken some of our more manual coaching process and we've we've, we've automated those and we've, we've actually launched an app just recently which is um, very exciting and just invested some more money with the help of Shropshire Council with a the grant they've given us so lots more news on that to come and we've also built a community called Growth Club as well which is where we um, provide training and peer group mentoring and um, physical meetups once a quarter as well in a in a in a sort of a, a group we've got about 60 members wow. uh, of that currently what's the business makeup of you know of those 60 members yeah because I think that's quite interesting in terms of does it reflect kind of Shropshire what kind of people are business yeah, leaders so, so, are looking to get that kind of high level support yeah so we're, we're almost exactly two-thirds of sole traders in there right um so uh, solos and salt solos and starters basically as we call them and um, at about a third of people who actually employ staff and the um, the average size there, I think our biggest custom or our biggest member there has about 75 staff right. um, on the books. But um, we've got another one with about 50 um, and then we've got a few with sort of, you know, that that sort of, you know, eight to 12 type number. So they're, 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 they're kind of still weighted down towards the smaller side with a couple of more sizable companies. But I suppose in there. that cross pollination of information and I mean, it's like the way that how does masterminding work within that kind of environment? Yeah, well, we we we. <laughs> so it's interesting because it sounds very very straightforward, but we we take the really simple stuff. So so for instance, we ran a really good meeting with um, with a group about some how to ask customers your best customers for referrals. And uh, it's it's it sounds like a really simple concept. You know, we all know we should do it and we all know how to do it. But, you know, some of us don't do it at all. And most of us aren't very good at doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, so so it was really amazing to um, and I just set a bit of a theme just to sort of, you know, say, well, I'm going to state the obvious. This is this is what we know we should be doing. And uh, why don't we break off into small groups and discuss yep. why we do, why we don't, what we could do better, what you do, that perhaps some share ideas. And then everybody came back, shared those ideas with the rest of the other groups. Then we had a bit of a discussion about them. We honed in on a couple of points um, that were there. People put some questions in the in the chat box as we go through that. And the feedback that you get from that is just fantastic because people actually go out and they have different conversations with their best customers based on what's happened from that, which leads to new business. Yeah. And hence growth. Hence growth. Yeah. So so um, you know, there's a there's a there's a client of ours, they're a software development company and they've they've 
they they've got a lot of small com- um, clients and and two major clients and they've never had the conversation with their major clients about um additional people as it happens they they've then started having those conversations um and the spin-off benefits here the, the the referrals haven't led to a new major client but because they're having those conversations they're having better conversations with prospects as well which means they've just landed another major client and it's all because of yeah. the fact they're they've raised their horizon a long way in terms of the conversations they're having with people I think that's so valuable. I think it's so valuable for businesses to have that that high level engagement, mm. you know, with other businesses and learning and sharing ideas and and accepting that none of us are perfect in what we're doing no. and actually being on that journey together. So that's really interesting. I think that's a that's a another thing to just accept is the the level of imperfection in small companies yeah. is is really high and none of you know we're short of time we're short of money you know we can't do everything we want to do so we have to make choices yeah and uh, and you know you can have a really great little company um because you focus on a few things and it's doing a few things brilliantly yeah. rather than trying to do lots of things suboptimally yeah absolutely which is important absolutely so one of the things i'd really like to talk about just uh, before we move on to the apps which i think are really um interesting but you have also set something up with march's growth hub didn't you during during lockdown and before we kind of veer away from any kind of pandemic conversation i think it's also really positive message that's come through and it's still going and that's yeah. the friday hub oh it's amazing could you tell us a little bit about how that started and how that's grown? Because you've had a huge impact on businesses. Well, I, I'm I'm a bit blown away by it myself, actually. So we started that, and that was a conversation between as some some of your listeners will know Emma Chapman from from yeah. the Shropshire um, Growth Hub, who is amazing. We are very fortunate. To have she Emma is in Shropshire. amazing, yeah. absolutely. And um, Emma and I had a conversation in sort of. Um, early April 20 when did the pandemic start was it 2020 yeah it was 2020 yeah. <laughs> it's all blends into one doesn't it um but we had a conversation in uh, in April of 2020 so literally a couple of weeks into it and they were dealing with lots of distressed businesses ringing up and you know what can I do do I really need to close and all these type of things and she just asked me and said is there anything we can do just on the side for trying to you know provide something for all those other businesses that are out there we realized that Lots of people are, out, you know, maybe, you know, confused or distressed yeah. or, you know, and everything. So I suggested, well, why don't I open up a Zoom room on a Friday and just have it as a place where people can just pop in. I'll I'll talk for 10 minutes about, you know, reactions and things people could be approaching and, uh, and we'll just let people chat for most of the time. And uh, and, and it was really born from there because um, we put some emails out to our database, put some stuff out into social media, um, and we put some stuff out through the uh, Growth Hub and things we had about 15 people turn up and that felt really nice and uh, and everyone was just a bit amazed about how refreshing it was we keep it very pacey it's an hour long yeah. on a friday morning and uh and we thought actually this is this is useful you know the feedback we were getting was really really you know people were saying it's the highlight of my week you know without this i don't know what i would do um That's you amazing. know all sorts of things and um when some restrictions eased a little bit people from there were saying you know can we meet up for a one-to-one on a dog walk because we can't have a coffee somewhere so there were there were things happening people are doing business with each other um high to the second lockdown we were getting um sort of 70 80 people a week um, turning up turning up yeah is and it a challenge to manage those within an online environment or do you uh, well, out of, out of interest, I'm fascinated. Never having had to yeah. communicate with that number of people, uh, you, you get organised, Louise. I yeah. tell you. So, <laughs> so, so I think 
I mean, it's it's not rocket science at all, but you know, it, it's a bit it's a bit daunting, I think, when you first try yeah. and do something like that. But actually, you know, I'm I'm you know, I've just done it every week, so so I kind of you must feel so excited. Right Everyone must feel like they're part of something. Do you feel like you've been this is part yeah. of something? Like it's almost I, like a movement that people need to be part of. I really do, uh, and and you know, we've got one of the members actually, a guy called David George. He he said, "I love this. It feels like this. It feels like this quote." And he sent a quote through which said, "Good things happen when you bring good people together." Oh, I love that. So we said, actually, that's that's what we're all about. Yeah. Um, and then we took that a step further. So good things happen when you bring good people together. And then let's just let serendipity do the rest. So we're not trying to force it. I'm actually a big fan of structured referral yeah. networking. So, you know, our business has been part of BNI groups for years and things. And I think there's a place um, for that. And that's really important. And it's been a very, very valuable part of our business. But there's also a place, I think, for just being sociable um, in business and meeting with people and being informal and just yeah. building contacts and, uh, you know, finding out who's out there. And you can always follow up, and that's where the power of all networking is in follow up, isn't it? So um, it's been amazing. We've had over three hundred businesses attend this year. Incredible Um, number. We're getting at the moment around about sort of you know thirty five, forty people turning up every week, and still turning up, and that's built up of a core of around about a hundred people. And can Um, anyone access that still? Yeah, it's free, so it's sponsored by the March's Growth Hub, and they're they're, you know they're absolutely adamant that it stays free, and I'm very supportive of that. So. Um, it's a it's a service for the for the Shropshire community, and oh, you know, I, a brilliant I, one. Yeah, so. I say every week. Um, you know, we'll keep on turning up every Friday. In fact, I'll turn up until I'm the last person here, and hope, I hope I'm never the last person here. So, no, absolutely. And I guess, in a way, the thing that we always talk about is the importance of connectivity. And I guess that's in a way more that, that Friday Hub is a really clear example of how crucial feeling connected to other people and other businesses is. Yeah, and I think and I think it'll remain important because, of course, you know we're a, we're a pretty rural, spread out sort of county. Yeah. So you know if you're in, you know if you're in Clibbury Mortimer, going to a networking meeting for sort of eight thirty in the morning in Shrewsbury is is a bit of a flog. We're actually just logging on for a quick hour and then meeting those people and then building those yeah. relationships so that when you do go to Shrewsbury to meet up with somebody it's a very targeted specific yeah, thing you're, go, you're going to meet ben and yeah. and the conversation you have with ben is going to be a is it going to be a meaningful business discussion because you've both realized that it's worthwhile investing the time yeah. and getting to know each other like each other and trust each other fantastic more. no fantastic i guess that must have uh, given you because i get turning up every week must be uh, it's, a, it's a big commitment but do you find that it's not it's not, feels a, it's really... not a it's not a chore it's yeah. a highlight of my week as is well it? I, I, I love great. it it's, it's it's got it's got a real energy to it and uh yeah, yeah, I mean, if anybody listening hasn't been, then just do yeah. pop in and see us. It's it's really open, really friendly, and, and because in and many ways, nice. is the epitome of the the reasons that you wanted to start up your business here, isn't it? Yeah. Is is embodied in mm. in what that Friday Hub provides, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm nodding my great. head here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forgot forgot I was on a podcast. <laughs> Um, so I want to give um, some airtime to the apps because I yep. think they are sound absolutely fascinating. And you've got two, haven't mm-hmm. you? Yes. Um, could you tell us a bit more about those and, and you know, how they started and what the intention is of them, how they're going to grow and develop? Yeah. So I suppose there's two sides to that. I think I'll, I'll talk a little bit in a minute about why we've done apps for our own business, because yeah. I think there's something there for other people as well in terms of um in terms of a you know why you might want to go down a route like that yeah. but, but but primarily for our clients we've had for years a way of working where we'd say um and, and, and any other coaches listen to this will probably use a similar sort of system you know can you can you provide some data i need to know 
how the performance of the business is going on, you know, that some people call it a focus sheet or a, um, or a meeting prep sheet or things like that. And it was very manual. Just give me some information. I can have a look through that. And when we meet together, I'll have done a bit of um, thinking beforehand and uh, we'll get more from the meeting because we've both had a chance to prepare. What we've um, what we found was by working a bit more remotely with people, that, that manual process became a little bit more clunky. <clears throat> and uh, we, we knocked up a very sort of um, um, gaffer tape and zip ties type solution using Google Forms and things. And, and you know, it was OK. It, 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 yeah. did a, it did a job, but it was really clunky. And um, and we we got the confidence from that, though, to invest some money and actually uh, get a software company locally to actually develop it into a, a proper web based app um, called Business Monitor. And what we've done is that we've created um, a system where people can use typically a business would have two monitors. The first monitor is a weekly monitor um, for that. That's about setting micro goals and just generating good habits and finishing off the week and saying, right, how have I done? And what, yeah. am I, what do I need to achieve next week to keep this momentum of growth going? And what it does is you to say, right, well, I need to, I need to, it could be something very simple. I need to connect with 10 more people on LinkedIn next week. That's what I'm yeah. set myself for a little bit of a goal because that's a good leading indicator for how I grow my business. And then when you open up next week, it says, what's your goal for this coming week? You say, I'm going to, um, I'm going to launch an online seminar to promote yeah. what we're doing. The next thing it says is, oh, by the way, last week you said you were going to contact 10 people on LinkedIn. How did you get on? Accountable. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. so there is some accountability there. So it's a bit like a virtual coach in that respect. The other monitor is a bit more numbers based. So that's the monthly monitor. And that's a KPI dashboard, a key performance indicator dashboard for the for the business tailored around your own company. So yeah. leading in um, lagging indicators like sales and profitability and numbers of people you've got in your business. Um, but then leading indicators to say, well, if I want to grow sales, how do I do that? Well, I've probably got to generate more contacts on LinkedIn, ask them if they want to have a meeting, then then fix up a chat, then I can send them some information, then I can do some fact-finding around their business, and then I can maybe create a quote, and then we can follow up on the quote. So there's a whole sales process you might go through. If sales are poor in October, it's probably because you didn't do some of that leading stuff back in June. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So, So it helps you to... To, to put in some um, measures around activity, some non-financial type KPIs. And this is where the beauty of Business Monitor is because you take information from your accounts package, you take information from your CRM package, you might take information from a whiteboard you've got on the wall, um, all over the place, and you bring them all into, into one place. And it isn't just about sales and marketing, it's about productivity and margins and people development maybe, or, or whatever's important to your business to to fuel growth. And you put these quantitative numbers in each month. It takes a few minutes just to pull all that data together. But then what we wanted, or what we believe very strongly is, it, you know, the numbers are the numbers, that's fine. But so what? What do they mean? So for every quantitative number you put in, you also apply qualitative judgment to every single number. So, you know, this, this was the amount of sales meetings I had this month. You know, how do I feel about that? And if the target was to have 10 and you had 11, you might say, yeah, that's a green. Yeah, that felt yeah. really good. It's very simple traffic lighting. So as this dashboard builds up, you start to see some graphs and tables showing how the you know if the lines are all going in the right direction and there's lots of green on there, then you're probably doing pretty well. If if the lines are kind of wavering around a little bit and there's lots of ambers on there, then you know we might think about how you can be more consistent. And there's if the if the lines are going the wrong way and there's lots of reds, then you know it's time to rethink and reevaluate and try some different oh, that's, things. That's great because that dashboard provides quite clear visibility mm. doesn't it because it's very hard I think for I you know imagine a lot of the business owners you 
one of the biggest challenges I know that I've found in the past is the classic way to in the business, you know, to in in the business, mm. then actually to have my head up and and planning and moving things forward. And a lot of this year for me has been about making those changes. So I cannot fall into that same pattern. Mm. And I think what that app then provides is you know, that visibility, right, I didn't do so well this month, what do I need to make sure I don't do that again? And you, you know, you are constantly tracking to yeah. grow, which is, which is so useful, isn't it? Yeah. So I think that's, that's, that's highly valuable. I mean, we've, we've, um, we've, we've taken this on, but just doing an extra software rewrite on it at the moment. So adding a few more layers of sophistication in and taking a lot of what we learned um, yeah. over the last, you know, eight, 10 months with it which is really good. And we've had a grant from Shropshire Council for that, which is great. Fantastic. Which is also going to enable us to provide um, a, a free access model. So for that, so for the really small companies, so, you know, all the, all the people just want to get started. They've never done this sort of thing before. Yeah. You can actually access it for free. So if, you know, if you've got a, you know, a very simple business, you know, you're a mobile hairdresser or something, yeah. well, actually you can have a business report and say, That's you know, it, you know, I want to run this as a business because this is my living, you know, it, it just because it's a tiny business doesn't mean it's not serious. Absolutely, it's, you know, it's important for you. This is your job. This is how you. Le- this is how you live. Yeah. So, so providing an opportunity where that's taken seriously yeah. is, is really valuable. Um, and then there, there's paid versions where they get a bit more sophisticated. And there is, but then um, there's support with that, or uh, well, more support um, with people um, getting that. And of course, it becomes a valuable coaching tool as well because it sits alongside a coaching process if you're working with a coach. Because it becomes that tool that both of you review on a monthly um, basis to say how is the business going and, uh, and and what are we doing with it. So so for us, um, the idea of bringing this into an app has been hugely valuable for our business as well because it it just systemizes things. It makes us more professional. It um, it provides us with a platform to be able to have conversations like this. Yeah. Um, and sets you aside from from your competitors as well um, by by quite a mile, um, which which is you know, really useful to be able to differentiate yourself um, to, to 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 find those clients where you know you can add the most value. You know, well, which yeah. is what we want to do. Chapter three. Mm. Yeah, that's important, isn't it? Using yeah, it tech to develop the business and it to add, and to add value. Yeah. So you mentioned we've got another app as well, which yeah. is which is useful. This isn't we're we're, we're doing this project into some collab into collaborate in collaboration with some other guys who are um, they're more um, experts in their field. So these are. Um, this is a small company based in Worcestershire who are um, LM professionals, leadership management professionals who work with large corporates and uh, elite sports teams. So, oh, interesting. Um, they've got clients like McLaren F1 right. and and um, Amazon, senior executives at Amazon, and, um, and and things like this, and a lot of NHS and public sector work and, and, and prison service leadership teams. And so, so they they work across these large organisations, helping teams to be um, more effective. And they've developed a, a benchmarking tool called Team Performance Scan. We work with, we work with them for some other um, people development tools that we use in our business. And uh, George, who who leads that company, um, took me through Team Performance Scan. And it just it really felt filled a hole because I find certainly in my own company, I don't know how you find it, Louise, but you know, being the leader of a small company is quite it's quite hard because you know it's actually a bit of a family as well, and you're with yeah. these people all the time, so you're not some leader is off in the office there and you know there's no there's no town hall speeches you can do and um, no. There's, no, there's no there's no sort of you know non-executive you know non-exec board that are actually there to 
sort of guide and direct and there's no sort of you know um addresses to the shareholders and annual Absolutely, statements yeah. made, you yeah. know it's you know leadership is quite what are we doing today then guys yeah. you know it's 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 much more visceral than that than um than the leadership that the, the bigger guys have to do in some ways and uh to be able to get some sort of sense of you know how am i doing you know because we all think we're doing all right but we don't know so actually putting a marker in and actually being able to measure this is really useful. And it's a bit like a PL for your people. Yeah. So we repeat a team performance scan every six months, which gives some really good indication as to where um, you as a leader and the team feel um, that the business is. It, 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 it addresses all areas of behavior. It all addresses um, all of the transactional stuff about how we operate as a team. So, right. you know, right from how good are we doing to the job and through to how happy are we working here. I was just about to say, that sounds like it's quite a crucial development that's accessible for a lot of organisations in terms of managing the well-being space at work, mm-hmm. which, you know, as you know, as, as well as I, has been, yeah. you know, there is a mental health crisis in the workplace yeah. as well, and conversations about well-being and, mm. are happening much more openly now. So it's interesting that you can take a really powerful leadership and management tool and, and allow that to gain a greater understanding because if teams feel good about what they're doing understand the direction that they're going in feel valued and purposeful then that leads to yeah greater well-being and and also and also on that transactional side have the tools to be able to do the job good systems and processes good planning and review processes and the ability to be able to think and actually adapt what they're doing because they can they're allowed to they're allowed to be innovative yeah in in solution and in solutions um, as well so Sometimes we've we've had we've had we've had feedback come back from teams where the owner is saying, "Yeah, we're really innovative," and the team are going, "We're really not," because yeah, they're all feeling absolutely. very constrained because the owner's got great ideas and yeah, well, let's do this today, let's do this, this, you know. So there's lots of changes being initiated by the owner, but the staff are, just feel like they're reacting. Yeah, and they're they're bashed into just sort of you know just keeping up with the job and the next yes. great idea that the owners come along with and caused a bit more chaos. So there's so. a lot that. small tiny businesses can learn from that as well isn't there I'm guessing because actually in terms of growing how we how we communicate with ourselves and our teams and set goals and innovate and create spaces for growth uh, you know can can learn a lot from from bigger organizations as well yeah that's really interesting. So um, those two projects are developing then and growing all the time, are they? Yeah. So Business Monitor, as I said, was going through that software rewrite at the moment for you know version one point one. That feels very exciting. You know, <laughs> when you start seeing these developed yeah. companies, they're on version sort of you know fifteen point eight five six four. You know, we're on one point one. But actually, it's it's I'm really proud of it because it's it's tried and tested processes that we're bringing into an app. So yeah. so what we're doing. I feel really confident about you know, but the how we're doing it with the app, we're going we're going step by step and carefully. And we've got a great team on board for them from the software side, making sure it's really robust. Um, and um, we're launching that next next version, which will then have the free access versions and everything in the next couple of weeks. Well, wow, exciting! Um, yeah, okay. and then team performance scan is is we're using it with our own clients now as well. Brilliant! And with both of these models, um, both of these tools. Um, we're making them available to other coaches as well because you know so you know they're they're, I think as as you mentioned I don't know if it was in the chat earlier on 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 this but there are best part of 30,000 businesses just in Shropshire yeah alone you know and uh, um yeah it's great can't help everyone no so uh, so there's room for plenty of other people and you know I think if you've got a good if you've got good toolbox and a good uh, and a good uh, set of systems you can be a better coach Absolutely. So, uh, so, so if, if that and everyone helps, benefits, yeah, and if way. that helps those businesses get a better service from 
from you as a coach then really really want to share that with them so well, that's brilliant and so key for the growth of our kind of local and regional economy isn't it because, 100%. yeah fantastic well thank you so much johnny that has been really interesting i've really enjoyed talking to you so huge thanks and in terms of getting more information about what you do and the apps is all of that information on your website it is yeah so we're you know if you just googled good to great it's good with the number two yep. in the middle of it um, you should find us find us there and we're also running a series of seminars as well over the next few months so people can you know jump onto those they're free Brilliant. and you know most people most people don't work with us after seminars so it's it's if they come along to say i just want to pick up some tips and that's great that's um, fantastic also, so. and friday um hub that's on the march's growth hub website it is yes fantastic great stuff well thank you so much thanks louise thanks for having us